Hey everyone, welcome back to the Yoni, where you cultivate your own new identity. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Nigeronda Rowell, coming back again to give you the keys to unlocking you. But before I start anything, I have to give thanks to the creator of everything. Dear God, thank you so much for the lesson that we will be, or I will be discussing today. Thank you so much for entrusting me and loving me and taking the time to sit with me and to be gentle and patient and kind with me so that I can then be that way with myself and then be that way with others. Thank you so much for giving me peace of mind and allowing me to know love deeper by getting to know you deeper. less of me and more of you so come into this place and share what you need to share because I am a little nervous because um this is very different but come into this place and give me the strength to do this in Jesus name amen so, hi guys, hi everyone, happy Sunday, or happy day, you know, because even if you're not watching this on Sunday, I hope that you have a really awesome day or night, wherever you're watching this. Um, first off, before we start anything, can you guys believe that it is February? Like, I, I don't, I don't know if... I don't know if because they said last year, like the earth was turning a little bit faster or whatever. But it's just crazy to really think that it's February, like we're in February. It's crazy. But this month is going to be a little different. So I did tell you guys a little bit um, last week, but I will go into depth this week so you guys will know. So in the attitude of diving deeper and speaking truth, especially with this being our second season, I've decided that. Each Sunday of February, I will read one of my poems from my book titled All Mine, um, discuss the meaning and what I've learned from writing it, um, whether that was me, write, me um, how I, what mindset I had while writing it um, versus when I read it now, what I get from it. Um, so yeah, these four weeks will be very, very, very intimate, especially for me. Um, and like I said, with this season diving deeper, I wanted to be able to reciprocate that same energy. I can't ask you to dive deep if I'm not diving deep with myself. And sometimes what we what we have to realize is, like I said, with depthness comes trust and 
Today, I'm trusting um, that my deepness can help you in whatever way, shape, or form. Um, because I've definitely learned lessons from um, being deep with love, being deep with myself, and actually doing things that may seem uncomfortable. But God's like, okay, it's time now, you know, to open yourself up, to grow more, to evolve, to expand. And I'm like, okay, I've been asking this and praying this. So, okay, awesome. But still, it's a little nervous. So, like I said, these four weeks will be a little different. It will be very intimate. So grab some snacks, get something to drink, whether that's some nice green tea or if you're watching this in the evening, a nice glass of wine. Um, a tissue to catch some tears, and let's take a journey through the psyche of my mind. So today, we will start off with reciting one of my poems titled, Good Morning, Beautiful. So that is the title for today, Good Morning, Beautiful. So again, it does not have to be morning for you guys to hear this, and it doesn't have to be Sunday. Um, but like I said, it will be titled Good Morning Beautiful, and I will be reciting one of my poems. So, my poem Good Morning Beautiful. Beauty in her eyes, beauty in disguise, beauty in the way she moves, beauty of the mind, running out of time, trying to find a place to call home. Beauty in her heart, beauty from the start, even when she is black and blue, beauty everywhere. Be you, I don't care. Do you believe you're beautiful too? So that one was a short poem. And I made this poem around my sophomore year or junior year of college. Um... And me writing it then versus reading it now is, I'm at, I was at two different places. And for people that don't know, um, I've been writing since, since the age of, you know, 11, 12, like around that age. And I took up the art of writing simply because I did not know how to vocalize the things that I felt um, at times. And then also there were times where people in my life didn't really want to hear what I wanted to talk about or it became annoying to hear the same thing. Um, and so a way for me to feel safe, I decided to take on the art of writing, but do it secretly. So not a lot of people didn't know I was making a book. A lot of people in my life didn't know that I even wrote poetry or I had a way with words. Um, a lot of people that know me know that when I talk, the way that I talk is very different. Um, and that goes to show that when I write, it is very different. 
And so, like I was saying, writing really opened that avenue for me to be free and um, allow myself to get what I felt on paper so that I could, you know, in a sense, um, get that emotion out of me so I wouldn't have this hatred or resentment or anger built up. Um, But now that God has worked with me with being more confident in myself and realizing that my voice is important and I do have things to say. Um, I've gotten out of being shy to just go straight to writing in my book for comfort, but allowing myself to use my voice and say my poetry and talk about these things that happened, you know, while I was growing in my girlhood that made me who I am now in my womanhood. Um, And yeah, I'm just very, very grateful for first the idea of writing. And there was a point in my life, like my mom would be like, journal, journal, journal. I'm like, girl, I'm not journaling. But in a sense, I was. The poems for me throughout my life were journals. They were my truth. They were my dark truth. And sometimes it was very hard for me to vocalize my dark truth with the world that perceived me as being so much light. And I didn't know how to live in a world where I knew I was light, but I was surrounded or felt dark and didn't also feel comfortable sharing my darkness, you know, because the devil had me in my mind making me feel like my thoughts were who I was, who I was. And, um, that I really shouldn't be here. Uh, and I'm so glad that I am. And for me, good morning, beautiful. Actually, the title was based on my first love and my first true love. So we're in February. This is the first, um, poem. And so like when I said, we're talking about getting deep, we're talking about love. Um, So for me, uh, I titled, I already had the the poem. I already wrote the poem before I titled it. Um, And I guess we can get to the meaning of the poem and then we'll get to the meaning of the title so that it'll make more sense. So Beauty in her eyes, beauty in disguise, beauty in the way she moves. So I feel like when I wrote this, I wasn't, I didn't understand the fullness of what I wrote until I was looking back at it at 22 and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wrote this at 12, 13, you know, well, this particularly wasn't at that time but there were definitely some poems that I wrote that I was like oh my gosh I wrote this like I'm so wise um but at this point in my life I've always realized that you know people say that the eyes are the window to the soul and I've always been a person to really feel if someone is for me by really just being in their presence, looking in their eyes and realizing that everyone has this sense of beauty. Um, and that's why they say beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, because everyone has a different standard of beauty and everyone can choose what's beautiful to them. 
So beauty in her eyes, beauty in disguise. So for me, I guess I was so comfortable with being hidden uh, because that's how I was as a child. Um, Not saying that I was like put up from the world, but I was in my own world, if that made sense. So in in the sense of saying in disguise, sometimes I didn't even realize the beauty within me. And it didn't, it took me to most, like, last year, 2022 was the first year where I started every day realizing that I was a beautiful person inside and out. Years prior to, I've always known I was beautiful, but there were points in my life where I was like, okay, I'm beautiful, but they were, I always realized the beauty after never in the present moment. Like I would be scrolling on pictures and I'd be like, oh my God, why did I think those were ugly? Like, I'm so beautiful. But 2022 was the year that I became most present with myself and realized that I was and am beautiful. And even like this weekend, I've had, I had a little talk with God where I had, I was very intimate with him and, you know, I cried it. I was just like, I never really, I never realized why people loved me. You know, when I, when guys would come up to me and say like, oh, I really like you. Even when I was a kid, I'd be like, boy, why? Why is you liking me? Even when girls would like me, why do you like me? What about me did you like? But I realized that as I was sitting with myself and sitting with God, they loved me or they liked me because I'm just a beautiful person. And I was having a conversation with one of my best friends and she was basically telling me that she talks about me a lot and she says that everyone in their life should have a Nyjah. And sometimes, you know, I get into my ways of feeling that I'm not beautiful or I don't understand why people, or I used to think, I never understood why people loved me, people cared for me. What, what beauty did they see? Because there was a point where I hated myself. So where there is where there is hate for yourself, where there's self-loathing and self-hatred, there, there can't be self-love because they, they both can't coexist in the same place. And so the way that I move in life, I, I, I have like this very much of a flow. It's very much, it's, it's, it's very similar to water, the way that I flow with life. I'm not very, I'm not one to go against the wave, but I'm also not afraid to stand when the wave is coming and like not go with it. You know, when you're like in a wave pool and if you don't go with the wave, the wave will pull you under. And I've been that type of way too. Like the way that I move, there's been points in my life where I've been, I've been drowning, right? Because the waves of my life were crushing me. And there's ways that I moved in life where I was floating and I was on top of the water, just allowing the water to be and for me to be. And we were both free. Um, Beauty of the mind running out of time, trying to find a place to call home. So for me, I've always, I used to 
always be so much in my head. I was such an overthinker, a people pleaser. I always wanted to, there was a part of me like, yes, I, I'm a, I don't give a fuck type of person, but there was always a part of me that wanted to show people love. And I felt that I needed to show people their love <clears throat> when they wanted me to, how they wanted me to show it to them. And it was just, it never felt right because it was like the love that I had to share with other friends that were uncomfortable of receiving love. I had to dilute my love for them because they weren't, they couldn't comprehend the vastness of my love, right? So beauty of the mind, running out of time. I always felt because I'm so wise that if you're wise and you know a lot of keys of life, then that means you may be leaving life sooner than later because if you learn these keys, then you don't have to live longer. At least that's what I thought, you know, because at a very young age, I've been very wise. Like people, the way that I think and the way in which I, I perceive the world is so different than a lot of people my age. And for me being wise, sometimes I was afraid of my wisdom because it, I thought it came with dying early. And I always had a fear that in my head, like in the back of my mind, I was running out of time. Like I was always running. I was chasing everything. But now I'm at a point where I'm attracting everything. So I'm not even at that mindset anymore. But when I was writing this, I felt I was running out of time because there were and at that point, <clears throat> finding a place to call home, I was trying to figure out what love was. And still to this day, I'm, I, I know what love is, but I want to be deeper in my love, right? Intimate, more intimate with my love, which means I'm more intimate with God and myself and my, you know, my family um, my nuclear, my nuclear, my nucleus, let's say this, my family and close friends. Um, but I always felt that I needed to find a place to call home in that a person, in a thing, in a substance, in, in something outside of me. And that makes sense why in this poem I'm saying running out of time trying to find a place because I felt I was chasing it, right? If it's, if you're chasing something, it's not coming to you, but running away from you. And me realizing that now, using like, seeing that the, the vernacular that I used and really picking it apart and being like, wow, like, I didn't even think that it was this big of a deal when I wrote it, but me seeing who junior high school Nyjah was versus 22-year-old high school Nyjah I mean, 22-year-old Nyjah or junior year college Nyjah. Those are all different Nyjahs. Um, but even through those Nyjahs, there was a constant of me wanting to find home in someone else. And once I found it in someone else, I kind of never wanted it to go because I didn't know at that time that I was I could be home to myself too. I could be love. I always thought that I had to find love in people. 
invalidation and people and all these other things and other people besides myself. Um, Beauty in her heart, beauty from the start, even when she is black and blue. And what people never realize is that I beat myself up so much to the point where I was walking around life black and blue and people didn't notice. And I say that because there was a lot of self-hatred tactics or things that I did to myself that at that point I didn't know it was I was doing it because I was self-loathing. Like there'd be things where I knew if I felt I was getting too big that I would not eat even though I knew I was hungry. There were times where I wouldn't get out of bed and wash myself even though I knew that I needed to because I it I didn't have enough energy to and it hurt to move. There were times where I didn't go, you know, and this is this is my honest truth. There were times where I went without brushing teeth and went without like regular feminine or regular hygiene um, because I didn't feel love. And there were things that I did in the sense of not feeling enough. So sometimes there were times in my life where I, I wouldn't buy, I would save all my money, but not in the instance of like wanting to save to get something, but it was more so saving because I'm, at least my, my mom thought I didn't feel like I deserved anything. Um, but yeah, I would always, I was always a person very comfortable in pain and I'm at a place now where pain is uncomfortable. And so I'm going to physical therapy and going to like massage therapy and going to these things and doing things um, every day to help with pain, whether that's in my back, in my face from acne, in my, you know, back from back knee, uh, like different things. Um, Before I was so comfortable in it, but now I'm in a place where it's uncomfortable to be in pain. I used to walk around in it and I thought there was beauty in, in pain. And there is, there is lessons in pain, but there's a difference between learning a lesson and letting that pain go and holding on to that bag and carrying it with you and carrying your past into your present and carrying your past into your future. And those things do hold you back. Um, Beauty everywhere, be you, I don't care. So I guess then, I guess I was just trying to rhyme. But the truth of the matter is beauty is in everything in life. There is beauty in everything. There is light in everything. We just have to be the ones to see it. We have to seek it. The person that I was in love with, they had a tattoo on their chest and it said, faith is seeing the light when all your eyes can see is darkness. And we have to realize that the beauty in life is, in a sense, faith. We, we have to be willing to see that light even when our eyes show us this darkness and we're faced with darkness and we're faced with adversity. We have to be able to see that beauty is everywhere. So beauty, beauty everywhere, be you, I don't care. I don't. I don't really give a fuck who you are as long as you're being you and not trying to be me.
the minute the minute that I feel like someone tries to be someone else, you fuck up because you're always become second best. Let me say that again. The moment that you try to be someone else that's not you, you will always fuck up because you'll be second best. You can never be another person. You cannot be Jada Waiter. You cannot be Kim Kardashian. You cannot be Kanye West. You cannot be Obama. You cannot be Jesus. And you definitely cannot be Bill Clinton. Now, I don't know why I said Bill Clinton, but you can't be these people because these people are already them. The only thing that we can do now is live our lives for us, by us, period. Because um, like I said, the moment that you try to be someone else, you will always become second. You're always second best because they're always going to be them and you're always going to have to compete with them in order to be better than them, which makes no sense when you can just get out of that race and focus on the race with yourself, betterment of you. And the last thing that I end out my poem is, do you believe you're beautiful too? And then I really just thought this was like, when I wrote this, I was just like, "Eh, this is a, you know, it's not that deep. So the title, Good Morning Beautiful, is because, actually, and this is crazy. So February 9th is the anniversary of my grandpa's passing. And usually on that day, we do something that I normally don't do. So my senior year of high school on February 9th, which was 2018, I decided to go to a basketball game. And with going to that basketball game, I wind up meeting a guy that I wind up deeming the love of my life. Um, Until I realized that God was the love of my life and I was the love of my life. But he was a very pivotal person in me realizing that all I had to do in order to receive love and be loved well, and all I had to do in order to receive love and to to see love in my life every day was to be love, right? Um, but at that time of me writing this, I didn't believe that this was deep enough. So when I met him and we're at this basketball game, first off, I don't talk to guys. I'm I was a very um, awkward person because I was at that point never know at that point I didn't know, but I was emotionally um unavailable in the sense of I love love but I was also afraid of love and that's where there were I have this other poem called Matote or the two and that's where I felt that there were two people living inside of me because there was this always constant oxymoronic or contradictive way about myself that I at that point I hated but you know I've loved and shown grace to Um, but I let him read this poem because I put this poem, if you know, if you have on my, if you have my Instagram, it's on my Instagram. Um, and so I was like, he was basically, it wind up coming about of the fact that he was like, Oh, you write poetry. I was like, yeah. He was like, Oh, can I see one? I was like, uh, I I guess. So I gave him this one, not thinking that this was a very deep one because it wasn't because the ones that I were not going to show him was the ones that was like very dark and me talking about my depression and the devil wanting me to kill myself and things like that. So I was like, oh, yeah, I love I let him read this one and I let him read it and he thought it was a really, really great poem 
But the reason why it's titled Good Morning Beautiful was from that day on, every time this um, wonderful being happened to ch- choose to be in my life and I chose for him for, to be in his life, he would text me every single day, good morning, beautiful. And he was the first person that made me realize that the person that I was talking about in this poem was me. And that's why I titled the poem, Good Morning, Beautiful. Because I thought when I was writing this poem, because I told you I didn't title it before writing it. I was just writing. And I was, I feel like there was a point where, yes, this, the person that I was talking about, her, she was a part of me, but wasn't me, right? But he wind up teaching me that I was beautiful too at that point in my life. Um, and so that was very, that was a very, I guess, meaningful thing because I guess that set the precedent of what love was, what beauty was, and how I saw myself. And so the meaning of the poem, I guess, that I'm trying to get at is that there were times in my life, in my girlhood, that I thought I was so ugly inside out based on what people told me about myself, based on what I believed about what people told me or what I thought about and believed that, you know, the thoughts. Um, But at the end of the day, I realized that regardless of those things, whether I was black and blue or sad or empty or lacking in some sort, there was still beauty within the person that I was. And there is still beauty within you. Just because you are not all your parts does not make you still the moon. I don't know if people, I don't know if that went in your ear and out the other. Just because you are not all your parts all the time does not still make you the moon. The moon is who she is within her phases just because she's because she's full today but just because she may be uh you know like I said a waning or waxing moon the next few weeks does not make her not the moon and just because I Like I said, I didn't see these things. It didn't mean that I wasn't these things. I just had to perceive myself in different ways. And God allowed someone in my life to teach me how to see myself as beautiful. And and he helped me so much because there would be times where he would say, good morning, beautiful, or good morning, my black queen. And I'd be like, he's running the fuck out. Like, what the fuck? But to be honest, black queens forever, snow bunnies. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But it's very, um, it's, there's a certain, uh, I don't know, a certain uh, that you get when a man calls you a black queen versus his boo or his bitch. And other, you know, there's other endearing words too. But at that point of my freshman year in college, I didn't really understand, you know, 
that Black Queen was beautiful, like uh, Good Morning Beautiful was something that I shouldn't have been irritated with. But at that point, I didn't see the beauty within myself. So it was awkward for someone to call me beautiful and see that beauty and I didn't. Um, So this is for anybody today that doesn't feel like they can see the beauty within them. Beauty in your eyes, beauty in disguise, beauty in the way that you move, beauty of the mind, beauty running out of time, trying to find a place to call home, beauty in your heart because you were always beautiful from the start. Beauty when you are black and when you are blue. Beauty is everywhere. So be you. I don't care. Always remember, my loves, that you are beautiful too. So I really, really hope you guys enjoyed that. That was a really good one. Um, So... At first, I was a little nervous um, about doing this uh, because for me, my poetry is very um, sacred to me because, like I said, I wrote it at a time where I was afraid to speak and I was afraid to share things that I uh, wanted to share. And as we go along these weeks, I will get deeper and the poems will get longer. I think the one that I want to share a six minutes, like it's a, it's a spoken word, like it's a six minute spoken word. Um, but yeah, like I said, with me sharing something and being uncomfortable in it and then realizing that it's empowering, I would hope that you would do that same, the same thing. So throughout this week, do something that you may have thought was that made you, you know, fearful or made you nervous, do it anyway and see how you feel on the out the other side of it because once I got this revelation of like doing this there was a part of me throughout the week because I got like I want let me calm down when God put this on my heart on Monday the whole week I was thinking about this and being like okay how am I supposed to do this my poem I'm supposed to say this all this I don't know what he's gonna want me to say but I got on and just started and it flowed um So I hope that you guys enjoyed this and got some really, really great gems. Um, So right now we're going to move into the segment, which is all about me and R-B, all about me and R-B, period. So this is a segment where I tell you something that's either corny, funny, or gross, and you let me. So This week, something that's very, very, um, very, 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 very exciting that I just wound up figuring out yesterday and wound up telling one of my really, really great friends, um, sisters, loves, um, soul family, Kendall, shout outs to you and shout outs to um, my mentor, my one of my best friends, um, one of the loves of my life. 
Miss Erica Rett. Today is her 45th birthday. She, I don't know if she's going to watch this, but I want to tell her happy birthday. Um, it's a big month of birthdays because my mama birthday coming up. Period, 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 53, period. But either way, um, something that is very exciting is that I now am on iHeartRadio. So my bot, my podcast is on iHeartRadio now. So you can now check me out on Anchor, Spotify, and iHeart motherfucking radio. Period. Period. So that's very exciting for me. Um, and God is really moving and allowing me to do things that I was just like, oh, let me see if I could do this. Let me see. And then bam, it, it came to pass. So Thank you guys again so much for tuning in and being here with me. Um, I can't wait for you guys to come back next week and see what God and I have in store. Um, So that being said, I wish you love. I wish you light. And I wish you nothing but the truth, wisdom, peace, and understanding. Bye for now. Bye!